recorded for this? Yes. Okay. How's it going, everybody? This is Carbo Load with Cosmic Lumberjack and Kato. And today we're just going to be talking about some theories and stuff about some secret societies, how we're going to form our own secret society. Oh, yeah. What it's like. <laughs> and everything on that tangent. So, secret societies. The topic of that just came about because it's just society nowadays. I feel like there's a lot of people could easily have like you know a Reddit group chat, something secretive like that. And Cicada three three oh one, I think that's what it's called. That was one of the uh, secret society things that was started as like a puzzle thing. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that, kid? And uh, and everything in general in secret societies. So I remember hearing about that like I don't know, a few years ago, like back in high school, um, when they were, I don't know. So there was like a couple of years they did it where there was like I don't know. Do you know where it started? Where like was it? I think uh, 4chan. I want to say. I could see it being 4chan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it, whatever it was, it started probably on the internet, and then there was like this one puzzle, and it was. You know, there there's zombies, like Call of Duty zombies level Easter eggs trying to solve a puzzle. And then there's like this shit, which like I think like the first post is like Actually I'm not even sure. I wanna say like the it came out saying like we're trying to get a group of people who are like smart to yeah. I don't know if they said join their community or something. Um but it started out with like this one puzzle like online and then from there, it leads you to something else, to something else. And it wasn't just online. Like, you had to go into the real world, and there was, like, things that were in oh, real life to find. There was, like... So, I want to say there's, like, a puzzle where, online, you have to crack a code. You get the code, yeah. you go to this one website. This website's all, like, cryptic and stuff, or it's not obvious, and you decode, like, a sound into a, another code, and it gives you, like, coordinates... You go to this area in the real world, and there's another puzzle there, and um, I don't know if it's confirmed, like, they know who solved it. Um, I think there might have been some guy who said, oh, yeah, I, I figured it out, and I, I got through the whole thing, but uh, I don't think people are sure whether he's telling the truth or not. I could be making, like, all this up. But yeah, this is just a vague <laughs> recollection of what I remember. Right, right, yeah. Um, I think I think it's accurate. We're, we're gonna yeah. say it's accurate. Yeah, it's all honest and accurate. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah, there was that. I think they did that like one year, and the next year they had another thing of it, and there's more puzzles. And then I want to say it stopped for a little bit, and then it came back after a couple of years, but no one knows if it was the original thing, kind of like um, oh right, like QAnon, like how. Originally, people think it was just one guy, but after a while, they think some copycat just came and, like, started doing stuff, but it wasn't the original Q. Right, right. Um, but that that seemed, like, really crazy to me. Like, I remember I wanted to, like, try and figure it out and stuff, but I had no idea how to start it. Also, like, people were so far along in certain puzzles, it's like, are you going to just you... start from the beginning? Or yeah. are you going to look and see what the current up-to-date is? And then even then, like, are you going to even be able to keep up with everyone else? 
Um, right, because I would want to like you do something similar like that too, but it's just like I think you also needed to be good at like computer coding as well. So it was like a whole other aspect to it, and then I, I don't really have any skills in that regard. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I would just be way behind. But also just to like test my intelligence, like, hmm, I wonder if I could think outside the box on this one. Yeah. But it's like it could literally be something that's like so out there that's like you're not even gonna like think about it, and that's gonna be like the solution to something. Mm-hmm. And it's and I, it's just like it gets you like a bunch of these smart people now know each other. But it's like, how do we even know about this? Does someone like tell like they probably had like experts analyze it people working for the government also figuring this out and then telling everybody else like hey yeah this is how these this like kind of works or something like that because i'm sure it's not just like everybody who's just doing it is just out for themselves there's going to be some people that are a part of like a bigger community yeah yeah Yeah, exactly all crack it together right Um, right wait so how did you hear about it like Where'd you come across it? I mean, I, I just used ChatGPT. <laughs> oh, really? What? Yeah, and then ChatGPT was just like, all right, yeah, this is this is something interesting. And I was like, oh, all right. Did so, it give you any knowledge, any information about it? Because I haven't heard about it for years, about what, if it's still I think going on or anything. it stopped in 2014, and then they also had, like, a couple of different, like, copycat versions based off of it. Uh, this one guy came out claiming to be a part of the group and that he was like in this different group now, but like with a different, uh, bunch of like riddles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like now people are just doing it cause they just want to like, they're bored and they're interested in like trying to solve some like random stuff. Um, but I mean like, you know, if you, that's kind of like, there's a lot of different, like how, how do you start like a secret society? Like, how would you do it? Like, you know, you have like this. This whole like uh, code to like cipher, you got to decipher and then stuff like that. But then it's like, all right, that's still like anybody could do that. It's not like any specific type of people from one group can do it to be formed. It's like there's various unless there's like some riddle that it's like so vague that only someone in that mindset could solve it. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I don't know. For example, like. You know, someone's gonna. Th- someone thinks maybe negatively or positive on life, and they have like one of the questions like, "What is the meaning of life?" or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, depending on how you answer that, is how you're initiated into it, or something like that. So you have the right mindset, or maybe it needs to be a negative mindset so you're susceptible to join the cult, or <laughs> something like that. You know, yeah. like people would do that. I feel like definitely nowadays on the internet so that's kind of like you know this whole bunch of bunch probably a lot of secret societies going on right now i wonder who's who's listening to this one <laughs> in um, this podcast yeah <laughs> if anyone's shut them down <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, we just notice the views spike up a little yeah. bit like hmm <laughs> um it's going off of like other secret societies and like how they're formed um do you know about well, obviously, the Illuminati, right? You've heard heard about Illuminati, right? Yeah, um, and the the Masons, the Freemasons. The Freemasons so yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was gonna talk about. I was gonna you know, drift from Illuminati to that, but um, the Freemasons. Uh, I got this book a while back about like the group. I, I barely read it, but it just talked about the origins of it, and it started. I think the origins 
technically go back all the way to like Egypt, ancient Egypt, where there's like the stone cutters or a mason, which is someone who cuts stone. And, you know, there was guilds that formed and they were, um, you know, groups who would gather together and talk about like, oh, this craft should be blah, blah, blah. Then over time, the, the Freemasons or the Masons, they um, started getting more influence because they're working with higher up people, you know, doing like um, statues. And I don't know if they worked on the pyramids. I don't Maybe know. the architects, possibly. That yeah. makes sense. I mean, I'll um, figure everything out. Yeah. So over time, right, they, they gain more and more influence. And then the, the group, the Freemason, the guild, the Freemason guild, whatever it is, um, they start getting further and further away from being about masonry. Uh, and they get more about how can we be, um, how can we influence this and that. And... Even the uh, the founding fathers of the United States, like a lot of them were Freemasons, and uh, if you want to like believe the the lore behind it, the Freemasons are kind of like the good guy secret society. Like, oh, we just want the best for the world, so we're gonna influence it through our means and who we can talk to and get us to you know do whatever. And um, that's just based off of like them being the forefathers, or like. Well, uh, the other lore behind it. Um, I mean, there, there's other stuff like I, I don't really know. I just know the the founding fathers were in there, and their goal was to make the world a better place through influencing things, any means influencing necessary. the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, no matter how many people have to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, over time, like you know, the Freemasons are still around. You can still become a Freemason. But it's probably, and like, different, I feel like. It's a lot much. more different. Like, I saw a documentary or a YouTube video recently, like, some guy who went through the process of joining and becoming a Freemason. And when, if you want to join, like, you need to get someone to, you need to have, I think, two people who are Freemasons already recommend you to join. And on top of that, you have to go through, like, all the different um, initiation processes and all that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of Freemasons out there. Like it's not like it's this secret society wow. that like yeah, I'm no one how, knows who's in it. How do they have their numbers so high if it's so rigorous of like a, a training thing? I feel like they're just like, oh man, we don't have any numbers this year, guys. Like we need to we need to up our numbers. Let's just make it a little easier for the next batch of people. Yeah. I, I want to say if you are uh, like a child of a Freemason, you have oh, yeah. preferential. Um access to like joining um but i think there's even like you're in where i am in binghamton um i think there's an old freemason like place it's like freemason temple on the side of this building and uh oh wow the building is like closed down so it's not like i don't believe it's still active um damn it but <laughs> yeah I really want to go in there. It's it. it there's like Bro, a fence let's just get initiated like, and see what the process is like. Like, what are they gonna? They're I gonna look what the us video up. Called. Dude, the video was sick. I was like, dude, the Freemasons. They're like, they're kind of like on Illuminati level. Like, he's like, oh, it's the Illuminati, but like, you don't think you're ever gonna meet someone or hear about how you get into it. It's like, oh, uh, you know, it just back happens. in the day, you know, oh, they're just Illuminati. They're just there. But like, this guy went through the process of how you would join it. Um, they have their own Bible too. 
uh, a lot of times. Have you ever seen a symbol on the back of a car where it's like uh, the two, two uh, like um, probably you know like, like the comp- you know a compass not not two twos you, you know um you know a compass like uh for making circles a compass for making circles yeah well, like in, I, in I geometry one compass <laughs> you know in geometry class oh you yeah have a thing the, and there's a pencil on one side yeah yeah and it's you know it's it's like this thing that's like that like yeah 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 for our listeners um it's you know there's there's two points you you stick one thing that's pointing on one side and the pencil's on the other right. so like the, the illuminati symbol is like two of these and then in the middle, I want to say it's an M, um, but I see it a, like a lot more often than you would think on the back of a car. And I'm pretty sure that means that person's a Freemason. So like, what happens if you just get into a car accident with one of those people and you're like, fuck, I hit one of the Freemasons. I'm out. I'm, I'm yeah. dead, dude. Yeah. You're probably done if you just get into a car accident. <laughs> um, they'll probably just take your car too. Yeah. They'll uh, probably take your life. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you just hit the wrong motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, the shittiest car too, and the, yeah. it's like, huh? Good thing I hit that car and not an expensive one. Oh wait, yeah. no, dude. I see it on like regular cars. It's not like it's like you know a high end like Bugatti or right, you know, right, Maserati or whatever, or even like a higher end car like a um, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I thought those were higher end cars. No, those are like high, like super expensive high cars. Then there's like even higher, like, you know, right below that, not right below that, but like, you know, those cars are like Jeep Wranglers are expensive. (laughs) No, um, like a G wagon, you know, like a G wagon. Um, it's like the Mercedes, um, Jeep. Okay. Um, I think I know Mercedes. Yeah. So like Mercedes has a, a type of car, the G wagon, which is, uh, it's basically a Jeep. That like okay. Mercedes makes, but yeah. it's a really expensive car. Um, it's not expensive as like a Maserati or a Bugatti, but it's it's like a, a tier below that, or maybe a few tiers. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with all this free talk, but just I just got I into was, cars, man. Just... I just had a lot of stuff going on from like <laughs> that video I watched. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah. So I mean, we're just gonna watch out for cars, but also. Uh, Back onto the secret societies, I was just thinking about, like, I feel like there was a lot of, like, alchemists and stuff like that, and back in, like, yonder times, old olden times, mm-hmm. those were the secret societies back in the day. Those were, like, the, I don't know if any uh, Freemasons were in a part of the, the alchemy guild or whatever, but apparently it became a secret society because it was not really that... Uh, People didn't want to share what they found out. It was mm-hmm. basically science, like back in like this. I don't know. That sixteen hundreds might be a little, maybe when it stopped. I think. Officially. Yeah, it sounds like it's near the end of it. Yeah, but it was like science back then. That's what people did for science, and it was as if nobody shared any information about whatever they discovered because people thought that they were going to discover how to actually turn something into gold. So nobody wants to like spread that information. They want to keep that to themselves so then they mm-hmm. could keep doing it and make a profit. So that's why no one was able like the, those societies were formed in the first place because it was always like I am going to benefit myself first, nobody else. People in the actual club, they're they're going to benefit whenever I learn that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that goes to the same with like, that could be like with anything realistically. I mean, nowadays it's probably more, more than ever, not specifically alchemy, of course, but in terms of just making success in life. And if somebody has like this secret, uh, way to like gain a, a one up everybody in life, it's going to be a secret. No one is going to, that's just obvious, I guess, but it's also like, it's probably a lot more, uh, abundant nowadays. Than, was more than with people with information that they know how to like, uh, I guess, get above everybody else, and then and they're in like that sort of club or whatever, and they want to like keep that to themselves because they have the ability to turn something into gold. Uh, you know, if it were up to me, I would be like, I would start a podcast and spread that gold everywhere. You know, listen, <laughs> <laughs> like podcasts are good, good for that. You know, you spread, you spread information. Maybe it's it's not going to turn stuff into gold back like after you do that podcast, but it's like still, you know, like you're not a one trick pony. You're going to, you're going to be able to like branch off from that at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that goes to the same thing with like, you know, everybody in the, well, when I say like, yeah, like the, the medical fields, isn't it like people don't want to, or like, or not, not even the medical field, just like in general with inventions. That's why people don't like telling people about what they create. And then it's like, they have a patent on it. They can't create it for another so-and-so years. It's copyrighted. And that halts the, uh, that's a reason for innovation, but also it halts it a little bit compared to like, if we all like came together a little bit. So there's that whole like individuality that we like strive for, but also that really hinders us as moving forward completely. Um, so yeah, uh, it's a, a mouthful, but <laughs> I think that back onto the secret societies, they're, they're everywhere. And even back in yonder times, uh, you know, you were talking about the pyramids before everybody was always just like wondering how the pyramids were built. You know, maybe they had like a secret society. They just wanted to keep secluded. Uh, personally, I saw this one video actually that was like, it was an animation and it was kind of like explaining how they would have done it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it is it actually possible, but like they had like this, this really expensive wood that they tied to all the blocks and then the blocks were like floating and they they had them in water. They built like canals to pathways to the pyramids and they cut all the stones like perfectly leveled because it was in water and the perfect angle and everything. Water came in clutch basically for building the pyramids. They like submerged it. Yeah, I heard that um I heard that too that they or I heard the theory that they yeah, they they floated it instead of but dragged it all the way there. They they yeah. took it. Um, yeah, I, I'm just saying. I pretty much heard that too. Yeah, yeah. Like I, because I'm pretty sure. But I, a lot of people in the like comment section were also saying like, it's it's still a little too heavy for that. I don't know if it would work. But I mean, like, I don't think it was aliens. Like you're just discrediting humans, dude. Like you were, we could do shit. Yeah, they don't know anything. So I mean. I feel like there was definitely like, you know, at least like some way we could do that. And then it was just like up to like the people who the architects really like, they were just crunched for time. They had to like do it. Then they were just like, all right, well, let's, we just forgot all this technology or time goes on and people forget. So it's like, you know, I mean, it's good now that we have everything written down and most of it's like 
being produced to the general public, but it's like eventually it's, you know, who's to say stuff isn't really far ahead right now at this point with all the what stuff. Do, what do you mean not far ahead? Like technology advancements and stuff like that. Like it could be like we, we could be millennia ahead right now and we just don't know yet. And it's just like very, everybody's very secluded oh, because of the these information like information that's not information that's not, yeah, released to everybody. Um, like going back to um, building the pyramids, I heard another theory too that um, that like ancient civilizations, right? They there's um, Randall Carlson and John, not John Hancock, uh, something Hancock. Um, they're they're talking about like ancient civilizations, how they were probably a lot more advanced than we give them credit for, and um, one theory they have is that. They could have been on a different trajectory of science than we are, and they could have been able to use different means of um, controlling and energy and moving things that we we can't even like think about because like we're on this trajectory of like I don't know if they said like electricity and motors and turning that kind of stuff, but um, one theory which apparently may even be possible is by using sound to move things like how everything has um, like a resonating frequency. So like if you make a certain frequency, some things will vibrate and there's this theory that maybe they're able to move the the blocks of stone by uh, controlling the sound or controlling a frequency and like making it vibrate to move in a certain way. Yeah, and apparently there's some patents now that uh, are patenting this kind of technology to move things without a motor, um, using sound waves to can like move things. Um, and is that like also like safe for like hearing wise, or like we would just be fried if we like were in that? Vicinity? Um. So yeah, I think it would just be it would just be a frequency, not necessarily. Um, so I think the thing that damages ears is the the amplitude of waves, so how loud a thing is. The frequency is just how fast it's like vibrating. So it would right. you probably okay. could be silent. Even if you go super fast but, too, you wouldn't even hear it. But like even if you can't hear it, it would still like do damage though, right? I feel like. Even if it like not perceptible to the human ear. Uh I don't think it would because Okay. Because you could have it at a lower uh, amplitude, so it wouldn't be as loud. Even if you don't hear it, like the waves could still be moving at the same frequency, but they wouldn't be as high up, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't look into how to how this would work in theory, so I have no idea how it would be, how it works, and the idea behind it. But that's just something I heard recently. Yeah, because I feel like that could have... Yeah, I mean, like, you know, with ancient Egypt, I feel like they could have developed this whole, like, system using water more efficiently. They understood that. So I feel like sound for a different culture could have easily been, like, you know, that could have easily worked. It's just there's a lot of different things that could just easily kill a society back then. So it's, like, now it's to the point where it's, like, not as easily... We're not going to die that fast. So it's like we're, we're all supercomputers right now. And we're all just thinking of different ways to understand the universe. Uh, but as for the sound, I think the only real limitations of that would be like just 
you know, if if it was a thing, and then it's like, yeah, we could use it on Earth, but like, there's no, you can't really change the frequency, and like, I guess you maybe you can in in space, right? Like, there's nothing, there's no amplitude, there's no frequency in space, right? Or is there? Um, well, things would still vibrate. It just you wouldn't be able to send it through the air into an object. Okay, so oh, yeah. So I you guess need... you might be able to put whatever it is that causes this frequency, like on a block, and then maybe control it through like electric, like remote control. Um, I just like I I can't even comprehend like how that would make it move in a certain direction you want it to. You know, like right. I don't know if like you place this object or you place this this controller on top of a, say, a stone block in space, and then you want it to move to the right, how would you make it vibrate in a certain way that not only does it vibrate, but it causes it to shift to the right? Or in space, too, you can go up or down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I yeah, we don't really fully understand it, but I, bet, I guarantee you there was a civilization that was like, all right, yeah, let's do this. And then they worked with it, and they built on what they they had and then that's that's how it started you hear like the dog in the background my bad yeah. <laughs> um, um but uh, yeah yeah <laughs> freaking freaking like, digital it's, it's a little rough to do a, is, a conversation uh, it still works though i like this a little bit better than in person because we still have a what's it called video now thanks oh, to yeah. uh riverside so that's really coming in clutch a little bit yeah um but definitely, yeah, so all these different inventions are being, like, created now, and that's that's kind of cool. But, yeah, we're not going to be able to really – I guess maybe it's it's for the best that it's it's not within our grasp just yet until we're actually – you know, that's, like, a, a reason for us to be the innovators right now. And it's, like, a motivational factor, but for some it's not because there's a lot of different things that can, like – really uh ground people into doing like monotonous things and it takes us back a step and it's like we have all these different industries like even just like the news in general that is just producing stuff that's that's not really news it's just for to get numbers up to also like just get the audience there and that's not really creating that much but it's like there's so many factors to consider with this because it's like you gotta get people to like you know not everybody's gonna be able to be an innovator Mm -hmm. and it's like i don't know what they're like it's just different it's like how we're we're functioning our brain psychologically and in the united states we have a wide range of like people that can do things and stuff like that um but yeah i mean it's like secret societies there's probably like this whole like also like you know the social pressure to like do this one thing and like you it's it's a cult basically but i mean like you know like it's just like a, a forcing people motivating them to be like innovators in a way but also to serve like what purpose in the end and it's just like oh for your for our benefit so it's just like not really anything that's like that doesn't sound like it's going to be like benefiting everybody in general but i mean i know it's 
some people say like you know the masses are are stupid and you need like they need some guidance but it's still like uh, sheep in the herder yeah it's still not really that like you can't really trust that fully without a wide range of opinions that can really like say like okay but what about this how do you how are you guys doing this ah you seem a little evil <laughs> or something like that but that's just my opinion have you ever heard of uh jfk's speech of uh secret societies no what did he say on that was that before he got killed coincidentally uh, actually no it was after he got killed he can't remember <laughs> uh, um <laughs> no there's a recording dude. they found <laughs> it's um dude it's one of my favorite speeches of all time he talks about how uh the the peop there's like people that are the secret societies who keep things from the public and uh you know what the speech might have been called uh jfk in the press because uh, he talks about how during this time, so in the early 60s, um, uh, he or the the press just tries to go out and you know, make a new story out of um, uh, make a news story out of something they say. Uh, Sorry, like I'm it. looking up the uh, oh, okay. The stuff. I'm pretty sure this is the one who talks about secret societies. Um, John F. Kennedy's speech to the national press and the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. I've heard that hotel before, and I don't know if it's from this speech or if other scenarios. But um, he just talks about like there there are secret societies out there, and it's not good for uh, us. Uh, to try or in the government to like suppress what we do that's bad and only show the good things because criticism is part of a healthy um, society and right. if we control what's going out there then that's not good we need to be okay with getting criticism back um, there's a lot more stuff but I saw a video too that had not only the speech, but it also had like pictures with it. And he talks about uh, we have secret societies who control like things in uh, I don't know. He describes like a bunch of things, right? And they put yeah. images of I want to say it's of government organizations that like match up to what he's talking about, like the CIA, um, NASA. And that kind of stuff. Um, right. But, um, yeah, the, apparently, if this is the speech I'm thinking of, is it, if it's the one to the national press, it's, it took place in April 27, 1961. So we had about like two more years, a little over two more years before he got killed. Okay. Um, so it's not too coincidental. No, but, but there's a lot of <laughs> things that he was doing that could, uh, could have led to his off. assassination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go through a list of all the things that on top of my mind that, like, he totally could get killed for. There's that one. <laughs> um, there, you really thought was, about this. No, I, I've looked into this <laughs> so much. Um, he, Are you uh, sure you didn't do it, Kate? <laughs> well, no, you he, have a lot he, of alibis. <laughs> he was going to sign this bill that was going to get rid of the Federal Reserve, and he was the last president to do so, or to attempt to do so. 
Um, right. I don't. You know, what? I I don't think he signed it. I think he got killed. And then uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, the guy who took over after him, uh, like denied Overturned the, it. the bill. Yeah. Um, there's that. There's also the mob who I think is pretty much confirmed that helped influence his election into either the president. I don't think it was the presidency. I think it was when he was going to be governor of could be California. He might've been the governor of California. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure the mob helped him get elected there. Uh, so the mob had a hit on him. The banks had a hit on him. Uh, these secret societies had a hit on him. Um, he didn't really do much for the civil rights movement, but I've, I think I've heard... I thought that, he did, like, he was the deciding, like, factor in that, but it was, like... Well, I think the civil rights... I think he might have done a little bit of stuff, but uh, I remember hearing that he didn't want to... He didn't push as hard with it, because if he did, he wouldn't have as much support for things, I think, from the South, uh, the Southern states. right. But I think he had like the what's it called after like videos of when the I think it was the the kids were getting killed. Uh, they that JFK had to like change his mind about that, and he was like, "All right, this isn't looking good. I have to do something like morally about this situation." So then he decided to like help out the civil rights movement. Okay. Well, if whatever his influence was on the civil rights movement, there's that aspect. Um... There's at least four things he could have got killed over. Um, oh, and then also Russia, just straight up. He was, you know, Cold War. Um, so yeah. it's 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 really about, like, all these different, like, secret societies are just shaping the individual to, like, make them, make the individual more powerful, but by conglomerating a bunch of people. So it's like, we can't really stop secret societies because they're everywhere and it's also just it's about the individual that's also what it's about it comes down to because it's about the individual that becomes connected in a way to these other people that are still focusing on that one aspect and so like that's going to be everywhere but it's like you know what do we we actually is it is it necessarily is it good or bad because it's like it's always going to be there no matter what. I mean, obviously probably not in like most of the, you know, uh, in like olden days, I guess in like even during dictatorships, it's like the ruling class is the secret society at that point. Cause they're not a secret society. They're, they're like this, they're in charge of everything basically. And the only thing stopping that is like an, an uprising you know from everybody in the public that's disagreeing with that and that's why that's not a thing because then the people who are in charge won't be in charge any longer after that hence why probably everything's like a secret now but it's also like specifically like job oriented that people have stuff that they want to get accomplished goals that they're getting they have like these certain values and when they want something to be done, they'll find a way to try and influence it in a certain way. And that's that's always going to be a thing. But how do you feel about that being how the United States is basically functioning right now on like 
it, it, it kind of everything breathes and lives on a secret society. So I used to think that secret societies, like just straight up, like Illuminati. I think nowadays, first before I go deeper, but I think the term Illuminati now is more of just a another word for the powers that be. I, I think when you say Illuminati, I don't think there's really the Illuminati that controls everything. Um, but I used to think that like there was this Illuminati who had their their uh, their puppet strings pulling everything. Um, but now I've, I've started to think that it's not so much this one group of people that control everything and decide where they want things to end up. Um, I think there's a lot of factors. Like there's there's definitely secret society still. Um, there's did you see that documentary on Netflix, The Family? Oh no, but I think I remember you telling me a little bit about it. But that was what that was a cult or something. Um, I guess so. It was a very religious group, right? And there was this one guy. He was like um, a journalist, and he went to like different churches, religions, and he just wrote about like the religion and stuff. And then he right. found this group, and it was this like boys. It was kind of like a fraternity, but it wasn't you know connected to a school or anything. Um, they, um, they basically just all did stuff together and then they read the Bible and talked about Jesus. Um, but then it turns out that this group of like young boys are also part of a larger group that's in, uh, the political world that influences that they have like all different kinds of presidents come, uh, other political leaders, other high end people, they come in and they give them a good time and they, they talk to them and. You know, they, they network, pretty much. Um, but it, it's heavily based on Christian values, or what, maybe what their values are. Um, they have their own Bible, too. Um, but I, their big thing, I, uh, they really wanted Trump to be president. Um, and they had... Um, I think there's this whole idea that there's, like, there's going to be this chosen one who's going to come and help us you know, lead us to this better world. And I think they pinned Trump as that guy and whatever influence they had, they had some influence on his election and just being in politics. Um, so there's that, but I don't, cause obviously if those are the only people in power, right, he would have got elected twice. Um, but he didn't. So I think there's other factors too. There's also think, the, yeah. the deep state. Like, you ever hear people say, like, the deep state? I in like, inside job, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, the, what the deep state is, it's this term for the people who work in government that aren't elected. They don't have a two-year term, a four-year term, or however long, where they have to be reelected by the people. They're the people who are just in there. Like, the CIA, they're hired by people. They aren't elected. They're there. Um, George H.W. Bush... He was the the head of, I think it was the FBI or CIA. It was one of the two. He was the head of one of those through multiple presidents. And then he so happened to become president. Granted, he was in a position where you would have experience leading and being in politics. Um, but that's like a deep state idea. Like there's people right. who are hired and stayed in there. And regardless of who's in president, whoever's in Congress, they are there doing their job which is to 
whatever it might be. Um, so some people say that that's like specifically like secret society, but you know, anyone in theory could become a CIA member. Um, yeah, but they all have mantras in this idea that travels through people. It's not like, you know, there's the leader of the FBI, right? It's not like when he leaves his goals and ideals, like leave with him. Like it's, it's ingrained into that society. Um, right. So there's that. And there's also, you know, like money that influence a lot of stuff. People want to make money. So banks, hedge funds, stock traders, whatever they, they want to make money. So whatever helps them make more money is what they're going to go towards. So that's most likely they're going to all want to make more money and, and probably head in the same trajectory and influence whatever they can, however they can. Um, so I don't think it's it's as much like secret societies who have like, oh, we have this master plan. There might be some things that do have that influence, but I think a lot of it is just a lot of groups trying to get advantage and doing what they can to do so. Not necessarily like working together to get there. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I agree a little bit, but like I feel like they are working together, but also they have like... It's like these, like what you were saying, like with the uh, the family, you have this like this group of people, and then it's like an overarching group that sees that group and is like, I can take advantage of them, I can use them for this purpose, and then it's like it's taking, influencing other people that already have influence over a certain group of people, and so that really like shapes how people. It's just like everybody's playing this influence game uh in in general just trying to like see who who how we can get the most amount of people to to agree on this but it's like everybody's a little bit different so it's like still like first you got to shape the uh the certain individual to like fit into a category and then once they're in that category then they can be molded into following this one certain way so you know, overall, in general, I think that, like, because of... And when I say, like, secret societies now, I'm just meaning, like, I guess just groups in general because some people are just... That's how the influence game works. You just have to agree on certain things and then you're part of this, like, group in general and then you just have to, like, you're... You know, there's all these other certain factors to consider, like, there's social pressures and stuff like that, but it's, like, that's not, like... They're not, like... It's not nothing crazy, at least. I mean, there are obviously some things that are blown out of proportion and those are the ones that are like kind of cultish and those are th things that are like okay they're just dedicating their whole life to this this thing and then it's like well there's also like on a sub level there's also just some subjects that people are just trying to like uh i guess follow these these ideals and then they can be easily influenced by like this other organization and that's how the united states really functions so i mean the, the, the the deep state and like how they're really, I guess, uh, I guess hiring people. I mean, that's like kind of the same with like, actually like, I mean, politicians are just like, they're just lying to the public to get people to vote for them. And then instead of that for the CIA, it's like you do this job and then you're doing a good job. I guess everybody thinks you're doing a good job, at least in the company. And that helps you get the position for, uh, for presidency through that way. And you don't, I mean, I don't know if George H. Bush was a 
politician after he was the CIA uh, leader, director, or whatever like that. And he then might he might have been a governor or congressman. Okay, a yeah, because then that probably like helped him. Yeah, yeah. Because you're still getting like leverage that way, and it's like it's really just like you need to gain these certain like powers, and then you can like pretty much handle your way up to the to the top seat, and that's what everybody wants because they have a lot more control over the situation. Um, but yeah, so a lot of groups are just trying to gain influence and it's in the United States specifically, I think that's also why, you know, everything's leading to very opposing sides because also it's like, I mean, it's, it's not going to be like, everybody's not just going to be like, oh, one, one influential, influential, like everybody's agreeing to one thing. Otherwise there wouldn't really, you know, if, if that were the case, uh, you know, we'd all be influenced. We'd all be in the in the secret society by now, and we're just not because we're all like still disorganized because we want to be individual, but we're all being separated into like you know now everybody's like fighting, and it's like two different opposing forces. For the most part, there's still other things to consider, but it's also, uh, you know, like just I guess the same message of the United States. This is that. And then it's also like, not even just the United States. Cause also it, with the internet, it's worldwide at this point. Everything is worldwide. You know, people are connecting through like a lot of different things. It's just, we're in these subcultures that are now constraining us right there. And then it's locally. That's why we have more control over situations. So, uh overall i think that secret societies are just the way humans function in general or is just always leading for us to be herded and controlled but also just like we don't want to be controlled but we want to have this like yeah like the feeling of, of freedom uh of just like being there and thinking that we have control because we have we vote for people to vote for people to put this law into place but it's it's not really up to the single individual to do all that because even the single individual is already doing all these these favors that politician that's doing all the votes doing the votes is he has to like come in clutch for that one guy that got him the position or something like that so in general there's no way to get around these secret societies and it's not really going to be that i mean that big of an issue for us because there's always a group that we can form to like fight against that it's just we need to i guess have knowledge of that it's the only real issue yeah is inventions that can also just put people one group ahead of the other group um but we humans don't don't like to to be together they don't like to come together as one group huh yeah as one species you know uh in what what uh what way are you talking about and people don't want to like come together i mean there's just like the way you see everything and like in general it's like you know we we don't like to come together uh for instance like and i think that well i'll, I'll try to get into it more but i want to use this example of like i guess i feel like we're all just that's just evolutionary speaking. I feel like that's because we're all branching out into different 
uh, species, quote unquote, and that's how we are supposed to evolve. And that's the DNA of life to like branch out. That's why there's so many different species on earth because they all wanted to be different in their own regard. And because if we were all together and then I think we all just got along, we wouldn't change as much and we wouldn't evolve differently. And so then like something in the D the code in our DNA wants us to evolve differently, wants us to be different from the other person. And so that's like really what like, causes all of these things to happen i guess like that um but i mean like yeah like every like also just countries in general like you know like there's why aren't we let's just disband all the countries let's just come together everybody and it's like people are there's still a lot of like uh people want to be separate a little bit i mean like but it's it's in the United States, it's more open, but also it's still like there's a lot of conflict going on when there's no borders. So it's, it's now there's like there's more tension between everybody because now it's all face to face with all the actual uh, more emotions, I guess, with everybody. And it's like that's what I mean by that. Like we really don't want to come together as much. Yeah, I think a lot of it, uh, like the the fighting between people, is through differences in ideas which is i feel like that's the cause of most fighting in war it's like crusades, crusades. My better. <laughs> yeah. so it's like we all have our own tribe which has a similar thought process and like because we have different ideas we all think like oh our idea is right so and we don't want to give up our position and that causes conflict um And, like, like different ideas. Like, it goes back to, like, yeah, as you said, crusades. Like, religion. Huge thing. Like, my religion's better than yours. Whatever reason it might be. Um, or then it also goes back to, like, like race. People have issues. Like, oh, I think my race is better than your race. Or we just don't like that race. Uh, I think that's also why we have countries. Like, we have... This is our tribe, quote-unquote. And uh, I think that's also a problem why we have so much conflict in the United States is because we are like 50 different countries trying to be one thing on top of now the internet too, which you can have a tribe that is nowhere around you physically. You can be connected yeah. to a tribe online and have different ideas than everyone around you, which could just cause problems with those close to you. Not physically, not, you know, in your tribe. Um, and I, I want to say like, we're not going to give up like countries. Um, I think the only, like, like we're just at a time. It's kind of crazy that like countries, borders and countries are just like, you know, I was about to say that they're very stable for looking back in history, but actually in the nineties, we, they broke up the Soviet union and then countries came up out of nowhere. Um, is Crimea even a country now, or did Russia take that? I'm saying that uh, happened a couple years ago. Wasn't that a part of Ukraine, or no? Um, I have no idea. Is a peninsula in Ukraine? Yeah, that, that's. I I don't know the status of the the war in Ukraine right now, though. It says uh, that's been occupied by Russia since 2014. So I don't know what that means. 
Oh, this says Ukraine is not going to militarily retake Crimea. So okay. I don't know what that means as an identity of um, Crimea. Um, also, we can go to the World War One, which, like, the Balkans. You remember the Balkans, the, the powder keg of Europe? Right. Europe. That's, like, what started everything. Like, all the alliances with Arch Ferdinand. Duke well, not Ferdinand, just that. Or... Like, that area... Um, I think they were divided up into countries, but people who were in those countries were like, why are we one people? Like, I don't like that guy on the other end of the country. Like we're, we're different yeah. people. Um, right. Why, right. why are you grouping us? I could be getting this wrong, but I, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they were like, we're not all the same people. Oh, you know what? I think the whole area was mixed of different groups of people. Like, um, you know, people say, you know, like gypsies, like they, they, they don't have a, a land. They just go from place to place. Um, yeah. So that they're a group of people and like, they consider themselves like, um, like a nation. Okay. Perfect example. Um, Asgard in, in uh, Marvel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't have a land anymore. They're, they're, they said, uh, Asgard, right. They said Asgard is, is us, the people. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're refugees. They're they're trying to find a new land, and they go to you know wherever, and they make a new country. But like before then, they had their own place, but now they just travel, and they don't. You can't lock them in geographically to like. You're these people. You're, you're not. You know, Germans aren't Austrians. Like there might be people who are, a group of Austrians in Germany, that are just like. We don't identify as German, so don't govern us or identify us with these people. Yeah. Um, dude, I keep going and off on up, tangents, and I just don't remember where where I was going. I mean, like, talking about. <laughs> uh, well, I could bring it back to like some a, a random point that, like, I guess it feels like that. You know, we you know back to like psychologically speaking, we have this like neighbor next to us. And we're just living next to them. And then we just see that they're doing okay. And then all of a sudden our house is on fire and we ask them for help. And they just stand there and wait for the fire to burn down the house so they can take over our house. And they'll have twice the amount of uh, property. So then that motivates us and we're like, fuck i'm gonna take put this fire out and then they put the fire out and then it's like all right i'm not gonna be friends with you anymore neighbor so then now that starts how this sort of like disparity of like okay you didn't help me to begin with for this issue so i'm not gonna help you with any other future endeavor you have any any problem Mm -hmm. and that creates this sort of like proudness yet also like like psychologically that's how people I think work in a way that they just want to be proud and that creates the separate ideas like you know you didn't conform to the idea of helping me so because of that I'm going to take that as a sign of I'm not going to to help you and I'm going to treat you the same way and it repeats this endless cycle unless there's this one uh, revolving door, I guess, or opening 
where they change and then they're like friends. So that position is still kind of like being waited upon for like, I guess, you know, if that is a thing for like certain countries, then they'll after time, after good exchanges, then I guess they can like, they don't really care as much if there is anything like between that. But I mean, for the, for the most part that it just comes down to the psychology of people wanting to be proud and wanting to to be to say I did this not with your help I don't need your help now so why should I and that's just a main factor so pride is just stopping people from connecting more I think in my opinion um, what do you think pride has a factor on yeah um, I could see that but I also think uh, that like we are social creatures that we do want to connect with other people and have our group. I think it's when we have a group that we think are when we have a group that we think is the best and the right way to live, and then we find another group that doesn't agree with us that problems arise. Um. Have you ever heard of like people who would say like secret societies, like the way they control is by dividing the masses by saying like, Oh, th- you, you guys hate each other. Like, um, like, okay. So secret societies, right? Let's say they, they control the United States. The idea is that like there's Democrats and there's Republicans. And for the most part, most people just want the same things, but the, the through their influence, through the media and, uh, other ways they divide the two groups into thinking they hate each other. So we fight and not see that it's really the same person controlling both sides and that we don't see that they're really in control and not us that, you know, we're fighting over nothing or even like fighting over race and stuff. Um, by saying like, Oh, there's problems here. There's problems there. You guys are at war with each other. But I do think there are like certain like problems that exist. Like, but, you know, like that should be issued and then there's not because that's like also like a touchy subject to say that there's no issues with race or something like that, you know. So I think it's also just like the fact of like one side is influencing a group of people and that like the other side is also influencing another group of people. And it's not that they're like behind the same influences or inf- there's like they're just trying to like both are trying to like gain influence i guess to a certain degree and the only thing stopping one from taking over fully is just comes down to the fact that like the basic individual of psychology that they don't want to conform to just one opinion and so like breaking down that even further that's why i was going with like the pride thing like that's why we don't want to do that um specifically we don't want to break down we don't want to go all the way down there to like what makes us we don't want to conform basically to like certain things based on what we just don't want to do it and so that's what really causes a lot of the issues for people uh i think um what what causes that we don't want to conform to 
Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to change your mind about something that you oh, yeah. based your life around, and you're like, man, if I change my mind on that, I'm gonna seem really stupid. I'm just gonna say nah to that one, to, mm-hmm. and then like defend your case more, and you'll yeah. psychologically come up with some reason to back up your motives, so you still feel happy, and you blame the other person for not being right in a certain situation, and it's not going to change. Because of that reason, you don't want to make yourself feel stupid. Yeah, you don't. You you've connected so much with this idea that you don't want to say that that idea is wrong because you're because you you feel that you're saying that your your life's a lie or that yeah again you're stupid so it, it's embarrassing to uh, convey even when you know you're wrong like you 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 don't want to give in just out of pride yeah yeah so that's like just the main thing that's like causing people to not really like come together as a whole thing and it's like you know what evolutionary speakingly like why did we have this thing called pride to begin with that makes us want to be different and stubborn against each other's ideals and that's that's pretty much it yeah that's that's what it comes down to. <laughs> I think I don't know if it's necessarily pride, as much as it's not wanting to be humiliated, embarrassed. Because you yeah. could be like you know you could be proud about you know what you did and uh, other things that are not coming to mind, but like. You like embarrassment is huge. Even if at yeah. the end of the day you you really aren't gonna be embarrassed, it's an internal feeling of like uh, you're at odds with yourself. Of like you believe this for so long, but you're wrong and you know it. Yeah. So your brain just continues backing up your arguments. Yeah. Until you actually believe that you're right to begin with, and then that's why so many people are just having this inability to like really come together sometimes so how do we solve this in the future we we make it easier for people to disagree (laughs) yeah i don't know (laughs) i i think the way to solve it is that people need to disconnect what they think are fact or an idea from themselves and like you're allowed to change your mind on something. Yeah. Which that, that's a yeah. huge thing. And I don't know if that's ever possible for human beings um, to like understand that, Hey, you can make a mistake. It's possible. You're only human, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> but people are just so, so stubborn about it, I guess. Yeah. You're only human unless you're uh got Neuralink and then now you're yeah and then, and then they'll understand oh I was wrong I yeah. have the chip I realized yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah any uh, any final thoughts for this uh, this podcast Cade um, I think we should take out the Illuminati yeah yeah let's just fucking nuke them uh, yeah sorry if you're an Illuminati member just kidding JK we're just targeting the Freemasons instead <laughs> And yeah, so that'll that'll be pretty good. <laughs>
Word. For everybody involved. So. Get free, all right. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, this has been Carbo Load with Cosmic Lumberjack. And Kato. Signing out. Peace. Peace.